Dr. Trisenko, so thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much, Timory. It is an absolute joy to be here. Now, you're the executive director of Bishop Joseph Strickland's St. Philip Institute of Catechesis and Evangelization in Tyler, Texas, and you are constantly bringing your science background with chemistry to the forefront of the conversation surrounding faith. And so you and I have been talking as we're leading up to my time away with a baby. And speaking of babies, there's a lot going on in the world of research surrounding abortion and the fact that abortion is just absolutely fueling a whole world of research right now. You wrote an article recently for the National Catholic Bioethics Center that was shocking. And bear with us, this is tough information to go through, but you named five studies that came out just in the last couple of months documenting dozens, if not far more than that, of babies who have been aborted and exploited in research. Can you share with us a little more? Yes, I'd be happy to. First, I just want to say I really appreciate the conversation you were having earlier about our kids. I was I was waiting and I was texting to my husband to make sure my son got home from his friend's house in the dark because he was walking. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love it. <laughs> it was very good. No, I, I appreciate your comments there uh, as a mother of seven, which is my primary vocation over all of this. And it's why I care so much about um, this issue of aborted children being used in research. Um, a lot of people probably remember David Delyden's expose with the undercover videos. Yes. And I remember thinking you really, I mean, God bless him for what he did, but you really don't need to go undercover with the video to get proof that this practice goes on in our society all over the world. Um, all you need to do is look in the scientific literature. And so I, I've been doing that um, just to bring some awareness to this. And I, I plan to post and write about it a lot more. For example, though, I opened up uh, Scientific Reports. It's a journal. And in September, there was a report that they were taking the scalps off of second trimester aborted babies and grafting the scalp, the skin, full thickness skin, they called it, with hair follicles onto the backs of baby mice. They, they wanted to see if they could grow a full thickness human graft, human skin graft on the mice so they could raise the mice and let the skin continue to grow and produce human cells so they can then use the mice, the humanized mice, as for test. And it wasn't just the, the scalp. They also were cutting out the spleen and the liver and other organs in the same child so they could have a humanized mice that had internal organs and mm-hmm. external skin. And they were giving the mice staph infections because they wanted to see how the other internal organs processed it. And the picture in the scientific article was disgusting. It, I can't even hardly talk about it, but it was pictures of the backs of mice, little short white hairs on the white lab mice. And on those backs were patches of baby hair growing oh about an gosh. inch long. And, oh and they're just gosh. doing this. Like they think it's great that they have these mm-hmm. little mice mm-hmm. models for research. And, and essentially, what does this come down to? They want to know more about skin infections and how to yeah. handle them. So we're going to take babies and we're going to take baby skin and we're going to put it 
onto mice and we're going to grow baby human hair on the mice. And, you know, I was sitting here trying to eat lunch as I was reading through your publication. And I went, oh, good Lord. I couldn't even tell my husband why I got up. I started to do something for a few minutes, came back to my food. This just makes your stomach turn. And if you and other people like you were not doing the research and exposing it, people wouldn't realize that we are funding, we are fueling a research machine. In fact, in your article, you said, how will abortion ever end if it feeds a research machine? machine and we don't get that it's literally baby hair growing on the backs of mice just to study a skin infection a skin infection that many of us have recovered from that is staph Mm -hmm. exactly exactly and it it's it's hard to spot in the scientific research unless you know i mean i've been doing it for years and i know what to look for and i'm hoping to start training catholic students in colleges that are studying science or medicine how to how to look Excellent. for this stuff too so we can start exposing it more mm-hmm. now tell me a little bit cuz there are four other studies that you name but yeah. this one having to do with the scalp skin from the baby on the rats making little humanized rats um this is coming from the university of pittsburgh it's studying yes. skin infections you mentioned the body parts not just the skin from the scalp but other parts of the body as well Who's funding this and what are the ages of the babies that have been aborted to create this research? This is at the University of Pittsburgh in the Department of Infectious Diseases and Microbiology. Um, And the babies were, they said, I'm looking on here, um, they were in the second trimester, um, 18 to 20 weeks at the McGee Women's Hospital at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. So they they have a tissue bank there at the University of Pittsburgh, and they they collect these tissues. When women go in to have abortions, they sign written consent forms Mm -hmm. that say their babies can be used in research. And, you know, to anybody out there who encounters a pro-choice person who says it's not really a human, no, they're using these babies (laughs) precisely because they are human. Yeah, that's yeah. why they want them. And to put it into perspective, you said that these babies were 18 to 28 weeks being used through the yeah. University of Pittsburgh. I found out that I was having a baby girl at 14 weeks. And in that yeah. ultrasound, we could see that baby's thick, beefy, developed thighs in those yeah. images where, I mean, clearly a baby had thicker skin around those thighs than other parts of her. I mean, just to humanize that for just a moment. And so then I'm looking at the other research, and there's research having to do with the impact of infants and flame retardant and Down syndrome. Tell us a little bit more about some of these other studies. Okay. Yeah, and and I'm sorry to your audience because I, I really do hate going through this. I feel It feels kind of like you're sticking a hand down into hell um, to show people what's going on. There was, there was another study, um, and it was done in July 2020, the summer. Um, fetuses, children with Down syndrome, were used to study leukemia. So there's this, um, and this one was done in the Netherlands, but they use, they cut out the intestines, livers, leg bones, and skin from mm. the babies. Some of them had Down syndrome and some of them didn't. And they had a, a theory that there's something that goes on in the early stages of human development when you have Down syndrome that makes you more likely to have leukemia. Uh, and so they they wanted to check children in the early stages of human development. Um, they were all 12 to 17 weeks gestational age. And 
one thing that I see a lot of times in these, how do they know how old the children are? They, they actually take the little bodies and they lay them on the bench and they either measure the crown to rump length which you've probably heard in an ultrasound, right. or they measure the feet. They measure their feet, and that's how they know how old they are. Um, and they do this. I mean, it just, it's hor- I can't imagine how the people doing these things are okay with it. Well, and when you talk about measurements, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Trending with Timory. That's a Dr. Stacey Tresankos, a scientist, researcher, chemist, and full of faith and on fire, really pointing to the lines between faith and morality and research and science. You just talked about measuring you know, parts of the body to determine if they're the right gestational age for this Down syndrome and leukemia study. And you mentioned at the beginning here that David Delighted went in undercover and he exposed mm-hmm. with those videos as there were people going into the abortion clinics who weren't abortion workers specifically there to identify which babies and which baby parts were the right baby parts mm-hmm. to be used for research. You know, whether or not, oh, look, that woman is a certain race. She's a certain stage in her pregnancy. Oh, look, this person, we need three livers or we need X, so many of this. This is what we're talking about. And for some reason, Stacy, we're so okay, and we'll talk about this more later, to just sit back and say, well, it's being used for health and research. Yeah. So shouldn't those babies' lives go to, you know, mean something I know we'll talk about that in a second, but that just puts it in perspective as we continue to talk about some of these other studies. So Yale this year did a second trimester study with 15 babies. Tell us a little bit about this one. In July, a team at Yale and their Department of Immunology um, published this in Science Journal. And I just want to say that that is the biggest and most prestigious journal to be published in in the world. Um, And Science Journal published it on the development of immunities in newborns. Um, So they're they're looking at how something we're all familiar with right now, when viruses attack the body, you know, it fights back with these with these um, white blood cells and they your body produces antibodies against certain antigens. They were wondering how is it that newborns seem to fight infections so well when they haven't had very much time to build up antibodies. Um, And so it's a question they had. And the only way to answer this question is to investigate the bodies of children that are pre-newborn. And that's what they did. They got 15 unborn children. Uh, that were aborted in the second trimester of pregnancy from the Birth Defects Research Laboratory at the University of Washington. And they took blood, bone marrow, and stool samples. Uh, No, stool samples from adults, but they took blood and bone marrow. And they they were comparing the antibodies in adults to these second trimester aborted children. Um, And it was all, you know, it it was funded by the National Institute of Health, it was funded by a fellowship at Yale, and it was funded by the Pew Charitable Trust. Wow. I mean, those are 15 babies right there. 15 yep. babies. And I know in your research they say, okay, the moms consented to this. Uh, but moms do not realize what they're consenting to. The forms, as we know, are very ambiguous if and when they do actually sign it. And they're there focusing on an abortion. They're not paying attention to the type of paperwork they're signing. They're just looking at how can I end this pregnancy and have as little discussion as possible about it because I don't want to think any more about what I'm actually doing. 